Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Daf and Shavu. As we study Misachas Yivam, Mestaf Tzad Thank you, Rabbi Israeli, for the year last week. Very important concepts. I want to give an overview of a, an issue that's uh, come up the last few blot and to try to explain what's happening a little bit differently over here. You know, we have on our daf here an idea of Ksuba Banim Dichrin. In a general situation, Chazal were concerned that the father was not going to put enough Nizunya into the Ksuba because of the halachas of Yerusha. What happens? Woman gets married to a man. Her father put a lot of money into the Ksuba. She passes away, Rahman al-Slan, with Ksuba is generated, and he is Yoreshar. Then he marries someone else, and their children, who are going to be Yoreshim. The Yerusha that is passing down is the Yerusha that comes from a man who is the father-in-law of the first wife, who's not even related to these grandchildren. Therefore, there was a special tenai that was put in by Chazal that was able to keep the money of the ksuba to the children of the woman, which means the grandchildren of the person who put the money into the nadunya. And that apparently, historically, became built into the ksuba. It's a tenai. It's a condition of the ksuba. We don't have that today. It's an interesting discussion in the Russian others. The reality changed. People put plenty of money into Nadunya without a concern of this happening. The real incentive behind this tonight was to get women married. You know, we see issues even today. Unfortunately, they call it the Shidduch crisis. There's a general approach in Chazal. I mentioned this before, so I'm not going to throw out all the Makaros that we look for any excuse when you see a chance, you take it, assuming that a couple obviously is fit for each other. The halachas even on uh, Tishabov technically, you're not going to have a wedding, but you could have an Arison. It doesn't happen today, but it's the extent that we go to, there's an assumption that uh, Jewish men maybe are not going to stick around. Maybe they have so many options. And you want to make sure to protect the uh, the women. That's part of what's happening over here, to make sure that the woman's protected. <clears throat> now, in our case, the protection is not necessary because we're going back to blaming this woman for not being careful enough. Again, there wasn't aid just to say that the husband died. So we're dealing with this tragic situation. But you can get caught up over here in the uh, trees I wanted to get caught up a little bit in the forest when you're studying the sugya, that we're generally going to be as flexible as possible on two sides of the issue for the benefit of women. Number one is to do what's possible to have uh, to create incentives for the women to get married. Again, you have to create incentives for men as well. But it seems like the Ksuba is creating the incentive for the woman and the special tonight that we pointed out. And we're also going to see special flexibility in the Aguna case. Even though there's a little bit of a pushback over here. Because while the Aguna situation is what allowed uh, one aid, 
to declare that the husband was dead, it's not enough to stop everything that's happening because the first guy comes back. So it's a, it's a little bit of a tension that's going on. But, you know, you could lose sight of this when you're just reading the Gemara. The other thing I wanted to point out is very interesting when it comes to the difference between Abbas Levi and Abbas Kohen. Our Gemara over here is very important, Gemara. And again, some of these halachos don't apply today in Chutzl Arts. I pointed out a tour a couple of weeks ago. The tour is all over this as well, and it's quoted by uh, the Amish but near Mitzvah of what halachos apply, Bismanazah, Chutzl Arts, not Chutzl Arts. But in Hilchas Meiser, you know, the Rambam gives a, in his Keter, he says, Hilchas Meiser, Hakdam Hilchas Meiser Mitzvah Achas, Vulafrish Meiser Rishon Bechal Shana Vishana. So there's a requirement to separate the Meisa every year. And to give it to the Levium. And after what the Rambam points out here in Halacha Aleph of Hilchas Meiser is that after separating uh, Truma Gedola, so then one has to separate one-tenth of the remaining produce that's called, we know from the Pasuk and Bamidbor, Yudches Chaf Dalid. This goes for the Levium, Kias Maser Bnei Yisrael, Asher Yerimu Lashem, Vameisa Zel Levium Zacharim Unikevos. Right, it goes for the Zacharim Unikevos. Shenem Arvul Levnei Levi Hinei Nasati Kol Maser Bisrael Anachala. Now, before I read the next halacha, which is very important, let's get back to Al Gemara. Al Gemara says that we're going to give a kanas to a woman who, again, didn't check out uh, the loss of her husband as much as she should have. And this Levia is not going to be able to have Meiser. Now, what does it mean this is a kanas? It's a kanas? When we saw with the Kohen, the Kohen is not allowed to have the Truma. There's a concern about Znus. So we have to understand the halacha, the difference between Abbas Levi, I happen to have a couple of those, and a uh, Bas Cohen. So the Rambam tells us, Maiserishon Technically, Maiserishon doesn't have sanctity. It's not the same sanctity that you have by Truma. I've been trying in this uh, parak to have an opportunity to study some of the halachas of Truma and Maiser. We've done that throughout Yavama, so that's why I'm taking the time on this. Maiserishon Mutabachil it's incredible, right? That Maisa Rishon does not have Kedusha Klal. And technically, even a Yisrael could have it. Again, it's given to the Levium, but the Levia, the Bas Levi, could give it away. And I guess she could have uh, dinner with a friend who's Yisrael. So when it says Kodesh or Padia, that's by Meiser Shani. So Meiser Shani, which is ultimately not even a, a, t- a classic charity, because the Meiser Shani is eaten by the owner, that has Kedusha, as opposed to Meiser Risha. How do we know that Meiser Risha is Chulun? You're going to see why I'm reading this Rambam, because at the end of the Rambam, our Gemara comes in. 
Uminayin Shemaisa Rishon Chulun Shenemar. So we have a pasuk of Pamidbar Yudches Chavzayin Benechshav Lachem Trumaschem Kadogan Menagoren Recharmaleya Min Hayakev. Your trum will be considered for you as grain from your grain heap and the fullness of the vat, which means it's no different than any other grain. Magorin v'yekev chulun l'chol davar, af ma'yisirishon shnit l'trumaso, chulun l'chol davar, as we explained. L'fikach, therefore, bas levi shenishpes. So if you have a bas levi that was taken captive, when we see a case of a shavuya, we assume that someone had relations with her, against her will, or the second situation is a bilasnus, which is with her will, so technically, we don't, even in this Nus case, we don't punish her. We don't find her, and she's able to continue to eat the Meiser. But listen to this Rambam. And again, this Rambam, if you don't know Meseches Yavamis, the Gemara that we've learned, wouldn't uh, make sense. Avamisha Shama Shemes Bala, Oheidla. Eid Echad, if it was a situation where there was only one aid, or she heard that uh, her husband died, Venises, and she ends up getting married, the tragic situation, so it's an incredible irony, especially in light of what I pointed out in the beginning of this year, but I'm just stating the halacha, the Masora that in this situation, she would not be able to have Meiser. So it's incredible that you could end up having Kenas on something that in a regular situation, even in a Znus situation, would be considered to be allowed. So you have the overview. The overview is you want women to be married. You also have the overview that you want uh, a woman not to be an Aguna, and that's why we were Mako in the first place. Yet, you have a kanas that ends up taking place. In many ways, this is a summary of some of the gemaras that we've seen the last uh, few blot. That she should have checked it out more. The, the wedding took place, and now she ends up stuck. Um, and again, the question that some of you have asked me is why were the chachamim flexible if you could end up with such a tragic situation? And it's a good question. Again, we will be flexible because of the Aguna case, but at the same situation, we're not going to allow that flexibility to change the reality that we have in front of us. I wanted to raise just uh, one other issue. And again, even if some of these halachas are not totally Lamesa, they should be Lamesa, Bezras Hashem, very soon. There's a uh, Sefer on Dafyomi. I think it's on the whole uh, Shas, you know, at least the Shas that we have, uh, the Gemara on Daf al Daf. It's a wonderful uh, collection. It's actually available on Barilan program. So I look through it sometimes. And he raises a, a very interesting question on what we discussed. And he raises the question from the Erech HaShulchan. The Erech HaShulchan, Hilchus Trumos, Simon Nun Aleph, has a big cash on this Rambam. Because the assumption that the Arach HaShulchan is making is that Maiserishon is really given to a Kohen. This is true when it comes to Truma as well. And it's based on the Psukim in the Torah. It doesn't mean that the Bas Kohen or the Bas Levi 
or the spouse can't participate from it. But the actual Nasina is given to him. But what we're seeing over here, and this is um, going to end up being a proof to the Rambam, according to Chaim Kanievsky, is you see where you're dealing with the Meiser being directly for her. I mean, the husband's not participating over here with the whole Meiser. It's the Meiser that's going directly to the woman. That's what's being discussed, and that's what we are being, uh, the Kanas is taking place. So when the Rambam says that it goes to Zacharim Unikevos, this ends up being a support for that. Again, it's not the issue in our Gemara, but roundabout way, so that's why I think it's very important. His language here is, we see she's allowed to eat it, but not that she's the recipient. So it ends up being So we end up seeing that it is given directly to her from our Gemara. And it's only held back because of the Kanas. So our Gemara ends up becoming a discussion within general principles of Trumas and Maestras. Okay, have a great week of learning. Thank you for joining us. And we're going to make it through. Very difficult, Kamaras. Even though I said the shear is over, I just wanted to add one thing. I listened to the shear before sending out. I said, Maeserishon to the Kohen. I mean, Maeserishon to the Levi. Um, I also just wanted to add, since we're before Parshas uh, Titzaveh, the whole split between Kohanim and Levium really comes up in this Parsha. There's an incredible medrash on uh, Parshas Titzaveh. I may uh, discuss this medrash Shal Shudas this week, how Moshe Rabbeinu was really meant to be the Kohen Gadol, if not for some of what he said at the Sneh. And the Rav, Rabbi Salavetchik, has a piece on that, of how Jewish history would have been different. Um, the other part of the Gemara that I was going to get to, but I didn't unfortunately I didn't have a chance to spend enough time on it, but what comes up on our Gemara as well is the whole idea of quoting sources correctly, saying things b'shem umro, when that's done, when that's not done. It's a very interesting question, um, not just a question of plagiarism. If you take somebody's quote and you don't identify it, but when you don't um, give credit and when you do it positively, then you end up bringing Geula to the world. There are practical applications of this, um, sometimes with censorship. I don't want to spend too much time on it. I, I just listened to an unbelievable um, podcast about the Chazonish, with the letters of the Chazonish, who was such a great Gadol, Hador, and uh, some of the letters, the names of who he was writing the letters to were taken out. Um, because they may have this, these were all published after the Chazonish passed away, not while he was alive, and whether for political reasons, uh, anti-Zionism, whatever the reasons are, it's a lack of uh, honesty. But besides that, uh, it's not bringing Gula to the world. 
But we all have to check our own uh, boxes and hopefully do the right thing. Okay, so uh, even though I said this year was over, it's now officially over.